0: Snowden's story is big, and so are many others that we report on daily on this program, but arguably the biggest story, the most far-reaching one that we're covering here at the world, is climate change. And right now we're talking and hearing a lot about climate change as part of our What's for Lunch series on climate and food. The two are deeply linked, as we've been hearing in several recent stories. Two big ideas I want to communicate today how the food system contributes to climate change.
1: And I looked and into a lot of information about food's impact on the environment. I didn't know... We'd be anything. very happy if this really opens up desert areas to a new kind of agriculture and energy.
0: Maybe little, little seeds here, here and there, and will eventually be everywhere. Well, today, President Obama jumped back into the conversation on climate change in a big way, talking not about food, but about energy. The president announced his long-awaited plan to cut greenhouse gas pollution in the U.S. by 17 percent by 2020. He was speaking to students at Georgetown University in Washington.
1: I refuse to condemn your generation and future generations to a planet that's beyond fixing. And that's why today I'm announcing a new National Climate Action Plan, and I'm here to enlist your generation's help in keeping the United States of America a leader, a global leader, in the fight against climate change.
0: The part of the plan that's likely to make the biggest waves here in the U.S. is his move to regulate carbon emissions from existing power plants. That means potentially big cuts in the use of coal. He also promised to set new energy efficiency standards for trucks, buildings, and appliances. And he vowed to work more closely with other countries on cutting their emissions. We're already hearing a lot today about the big political battles ahead for Obama's plan here in the U.S., but it's likely to get a much warmer reception outside the country. Joanna Lewis teaches science, technology, and international affairs at Georgetown, and she's a member of the U.N.'s Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change.
1: Today's announcement is going to be very important internationally. The entire world uh, was, was listening today, and I think that this is going to really help To push the international negotiations forward. Uh, China and the United States are of course the largest emitters of greenhouse gases and we've already seen some real concrete action from China in recent months uh, with the launch of several new pilot carbon dioxide trading programs um, and China's working towards implementing a national carbon dioxide emissions trading program. So I think that The world has been waiting for an announcement from the United States to see how they were going to move forward in reducing their own emissions and meet the target that they've already pledged internationally of of reducing total national emissions, 17 percent from a 2005 benchmark by the year 2020.
0: Of course, China doesn't really have to have much domestic debate when it makes decisions, the government there. Um, For the sake of argument, looking around at the world at other major industrialized powers, big carbon emitters... How would the U.S. compare if everything happened according to Obama's plan? Where would the U.S. sit in terms of its carbon emissions compared to other major economies?
1: Well the US is still by far the largest uh developed country uh, industrialized country emitter of carbon dioxide in the world. So even if it meets its climate targets it's still going to be a very large emitter. But I think that that's exactly why the US needs to play this leadership role. I think you know one of the main reasons the international negotiations has really uh lagged in in recent years is because Many had hoped to see much more aggressive action from the United States once President Obama entered the White House back in two thousand and nine and This is really the first high profile announcement we 've heard from the President on climate change, and so I think this really sets the the mood and really puts climate change back on the agenda for the the second term and, and The timing is really good for the international process because the world is currently working to come up with a a new international climate agreement to follow on the Kyoto Protocol by 2015. So time is of the essence, and and they're really working with a, a rapid timetable.
0: A big part of the emphasis in Obama's speech today is on coal, either significantly reducing its use or requiring that it be burned more cleanly. Coal use is already falling dramatically here in the U.S., but in other parts of the world it's growing gangbusters, places like China, India, even parts of Europe. Since coal is a huge culprit in the climate problem, how much will Obama's plan really help change coal emissions on a global scale?
1: Well, even with the real um, resurgence of of natural gas use we've seen in in the United States in the last couple of years, we've actually seen a a relatively new increase in the use of coal plants uh, for the first time in several years. And so I think it's going to be extremely important that the new power plant regulations start to curb the, the growth of new coal plants in the United States, we really have a lot of opportunity to continue to use natural gas as well as to promote the use of much more renewable energy than we are. And while, of course, countries like China and India are going to continue to build coal plants, even in those countries, uh, they're trying to diversify away from coal. Uh, China, in fact, has implemented a cap on national coal consumption that they're trying to, to implement in the next uh, five years.
0: Will Obama's plan have any impact whatsoever on the growth of the use of coal globally?
1: Um, I think it's hard to say. I think that if the United States can signal to the rest of the world that it's going to move away from using coal for electricity, that this will uh, send a, a very strong message even to the emerging economies about the continued use of coal in their power system.
0: Joanna Lewis is a member of the UN's Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change.